Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we're looking at Millennium Season 1, Episode 4, The Judge. This had an original air date of November 15th, 1996, and an IMDb user score of 7.8 out of 10. With that schedule, in terms of the X-Files chronology, this episode of Millennium falls in right before the events of Musings of a Cigarette-Smoking Man. Well, not quite right before. We will have a comic that we're going to cover in between. But at least in terms of the broadcast television, that is the next step. So in this one, during the cold open, which does take place in Seattle, this entire episode is in Seattle, there's a man who's eating and somebody else is very fixated on his tongue. And the guy who was fixated on the tongue tracks him down outside, hits him with a bowling ball, and then, as we find out later, he forcibly removed the man's tongue with a scalpel or something along those lines and then sent it to a woman in the mail. As they continue this investigation, they find that it is similar, but not exactly the same, to a series of killings that happened in the past. This one seems a little sloppier, a little more rushed. And as things progress, Frank's abilities to see through the mind of the killer help him piece together what's happening. This is not a killer who's working alone, but who's taking orders. And they start looking at the bigger picture, especially when the man who killed the first and cut out his tongue was treated as a DOA found in a train yard, but Frank connects the two. So they know that one man killed the other. And as they are continuing their investigation, that's when they realize someone is pulling the strings. And the person who's pulling the strings is doing it out of his own sense of justice. So it's not a legal system, it's a justice system. He is recruiting people who have spent a lot of time in prison and who don't have a lot of faith in the system, but who can be manipulated. And it turns out his latest choice was not a good one because he does want to meet Frank Black and he meets him to offer a job by allowing the police to make connections to him. And he gets brought in, not with enough evidence to arrest, but making the right kind of comments to convince them that, yes, he is the one orchestrating all of this. And when they go to follow up on that, despite threatens of lawsuits from this man against the county for wrongful arrest and all of this sort of thing, they find that his new recruit wasn't happy with the fact that he was willing to work with the police in that sense, and he has killed that man too. I personally found it to be one of the strongest episodes yet. It was written by Ted Mann. Now, he is best known for his work with NYPD Blue, Homeland, Deadwood, and Hatfields and McCoys. This is his first of four episodes of Millennium. So this is the tail end of 1996, and he will also write three other episodes by the end of 1997. So it looks like he was one of the staff writers through season one. The episode was directed by Randy Zisk, who I usually see credited as Randall Zisk. This is his only episode of Millennium, which somewhat surprises me, since I do enjoy his work. 
I probably know him best because he will go on to direct 35 episodes of Monk. He would also direct all 10 episodes of Little Monk, which I previously didn't even know existed. Now, in terms of the cast, because I'm trying to avoid spoilers, especially since this one features Chris Ellis as Jim Penseres for the last time. He will not appear again in Millennium, and it's not clear why. So I just happened to notice that from the IMDb. He appears in three consecutive episodes. This is the third. I'm not sure why he wasn't brought back. His character wasn't killed or written off, at least in this episode. It might happen through dialogue in a future episode. But it gave me a lot of expectations. I was expecting a proper farewell for this guy. I actually thought he would be one of the victims this episode. So because of that, I am trying to avoid looking up the actors on Millennium on the IMDb as we're going so that I may be surprised since with the X-Files I had seen all but the seasons that premiered while I was doing the podcast. I will mention that Marshall Bell, who plays the judge, is familiar because he played Colonel Calvin Henderson in Fallen Angel. That's that X-Files episode from 1993. We discussed his work then. John Hawks, who plays his second recruit, Bardol, he would go on to play Philip Paget in the X-Files episode Malagro. We discussed his work then. And J.R. Byrne, the first guy that he had drafted to, or the judge had drafted to do his killing, Carl Nierman. This is his only work for 1013 that I could find, but I did recognize him from work in The Outer Limits and Stargate SG-1, as well as a few other shows that might be familiar to our listeners. Another key member of the cast is CCH Pounder. She's a pathology expert who was brought in. I'm hoping she becomes a recurring role. We saw her on the X-Files. She was in the Dwayne Barry Ascension two-parter. She is always welcome. So at the end of the day, this doesn't seem to contribute a lot to any ongoing mythology. I'm only aware that the show is going to have ongoing mythology because of that series finale that showed up in the X-Files. But it is a very well-made story. And the casting is spot on. These guys are just doing their jobs, and they're doing it extremely well. So this one is easy to recommend. In any event, that's all we have to say about The Judge.